Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in. Tuesday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. I almost started us off on a rough note there, Buck, uh, about exactly what day it was. It, it, it's, it's crazy in the Travis household uh, every morning, getting the boys off to school. I never have any idea what's going on um, in terms of the day of the week. They're all chaotic. Um, but we have got a loaded show for all of you out there. We hope that you are having fantastic Tuesdays wherever you may be across this great country, around the world. We are here for you for the next three hours. Next hour. Right off the top of hour two, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is going to join us. He has a brand new book out. Is he going to run for president? We will ask him. Probably won't break that news on this show, but we will ask. Uh, And uh, I think you guys will enjoy that conversation. So that is coming in the next hour. Uh, But a couple different stories that are underway that we will be following today. Uh, Arguments at the Supreme Court over whether Joe Biden has the authority to cancel $400 billion plus in student loan debt with the stroke of a pen and outlet without legislative authority. Spoiler alert, he does not. I suspect this will be a 6-3 ruling against him, but we will discuss. Uh, also, uh, we will continue to follow what I believe is this crazy idea. Uh, Buck, I, I, I don't know that it's ever happened before. But Whoopi Goldberg and I have the exact same opinion on something. And when you manage to get Whoopi and me... Uh, on the same side of a story, you know that somebody has screwed up in a big way. And in particular, it's about this concept of book editing. We talked about it yesterday, or last week, sorry, with uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Roald Dahl, I believe is how you pronounce the name, uh, legendary children's book author. Now they're doing it to James Bond books. Uh, Ian Fleming's uh, legendary James Bond books, they are knocking out sexist, which... <laughs> <laughs> Having read those books, uh, I mean, you know, there's a lot of a little bit of uh, a little bit of sexism maybe in the 1960s compared to today when it comes to super agent James Bond. Uh, 
Buck. Bond does slap some women across the face in the movies. I, I'm familiar with his canon of work. Yes. Uh, those books are great, by the way. They are now editing those. How many different books is this happening to? Do we really have to go buy paper copies of every book out there in order to see what the author's original intent was? It's a really interesting discussion. But we begin with the continued fallout. I would call it almost a panic that has set in on the left wing in this country as they have recognized, oh, wait, all those people that we accused of misinformation, the Clay Travises, the Buck Sextons of the world that we've been going to war with for years, they're actually right about everything. And we're, of course, referring to the Department of Energy making the determination that COVID most likely leaked from a Chinese lab. This is the Biden administration making that determination. But I saw an interesting interplay, Buck, uh, between uh, Mehdi Hassan, I believe is his name, and Nate Silver. Um, And Nate Silver is a data analytics guy who now, I believe, works at ABC. Previously was at ESPN. 538 was his website. And really, he kind of focuses on trying to synthesize all the polling data and give us a larger sense of what might be about to happen. And Mehdi Hassan, so Nate Silver is upset because he says that there's been a failure in the media to cover the idea that the lab leak theory exists, right? Instead of this zoonotic, Dr. Fauci-led idea that it just came from a random animal. And the pangolin. We all, we all, pangolin. I remember because we, we all had to Google what a pangolin was. I think I'm pretty well-versed in the animal kingdom, but I got to say, pangolin took me a moment. That took me I had no idea what it was either. Uh, but this, to me, is the crux of what's going on now and why we need a COVID reckoning and why those on the left are so quick to run from it. Mehdi Hassan, who I believe works at MSNBC, is that right? Is that his primary yes, employer? Sir. Uh, yes. He tweeted, The simple reason why so many people weren't keen to discuss the lab leak theory is because it was originally conflated by the right with Chinese bioweapon conspiracy and continues to be conflated by the right with anti-Fauci conspiracies. Blame the conspiracy theorist. This is such to me, Buck, an indictment of the media because this is the reality. They wouldn't cover the COVID lab leak because they didn't want the people who believed the COVID lab leak, i.e. you, me, and lots of people out there, to be correct. And so they immediately labeled it a conspiracy theory and refused to consider it. I I made this joke once with Trump, uh, Buck. I said, have you ever thought about just kind of having a thought experiment and coming out in favor of something that you actually aren't in favor of because you want Democrats to oppose it immediately? I mean, we were in such an era, you know, if Trump had come out and said, hey, uh, you know, I, I, I think we should tear down every wall along the border. I, I think Democrats would have been like, hey, maybe we should put up a wall. So Karl Popper, the philosopher, uh, 20th century philosopher, has this idea of the criterion of falsifiability. And we really ran a massive test all throughout COVID of this. And, and he believed that um, falsifiability had to be the heart of anything that you were going to consider 
science. If it was empirically scientific, it must be possible to be proven to be untrue, because if it cannot be proven to be untrue, it cannot be scientific. That's the basic uh, the, the basic rationale. And all throughout COVID, what we have seen is a series of projections of the unfalsifiable. Things that can't be, oh, masks don't work. Well, actually, maybe they work a little bit in certain circumstances for some people at some time because we think so, right? Well, how do you prove that that's not true? It, it, it's impossible. Oh, a perfect example of this. The genuflection after vaccination and infection. Ah, uh, I have COVID and I have a really bad fever and my, my back hurts and, but I'm so grateful that I got yeah. shot number five. That is unfalsifiable doctrine at work. How do you know it would have been worse if you hadn't? Correct. Of course you can't know. We can't prove it. And what I think is interesting is now they've taken this even further when the people who are making an argument are so awful. They're so odious. They are you, Clay. They are me. They are friends of ours on the right in media. It does not matter what their argument is or what the facts are in support of it because they are inherently to be distrusted because of how awful they are. This is a fundamentally unfalsifiable belief, as in it cannot be proven to be untrue. One of the things I think is so interesting about uh, what is falsifiable and not um, and by the way, this is stuff that you, you, this can, you can apply this to Marxism, to Freudian psycho, uh, psychoanalysis. Anytime someone's showing, and this is why often when people say, how do you try to argue with the left? Uh, a, a good way to start is to say, well, how can what you believe, how, what would it take for you to not believe this anymore? What could we show that would prove what you believe to be untrue? And when you see things like, okay, um, America is, you know, not this awful racist country. Is it possible? Because they'll say, well, this is a proven fact. You say, well, it's not fact, it's opinion. And if it is fact, how could we prove this is true or untrue? Uh, that was essentially the mass hysteria. This is the foundation of mass hysteria for all of COVID. And I think Mehdi Hassan, to your point, is giving voice to what was really the, the fundamental fallacy of all of this, which is our team, meaning the Democrats, are the good, smart, Honest, ethical, science, science smart yeah. people. And the other people are troglodytes. A lot of them voted for Trump. A lot of them believe there are only two genders. That means they are so awful that even their honest, truthful argument rooted in fact must be discounted. Welcome to the unfalsifiable. This is where they are. And they, by the way, they'll, they'll never stop. This is what you also realize, because you can always go to another level of this philosophical fallacy. And also, in order to not believe that this virus leaked from the Wuhan Virology Institute, you have to overlook a lot of things. And we played this for you, I think this was last year, Buck, when Jon Stewart went on Stephen Colbert's show and had a moment of transcendent brilliance because he spoke truth to this audience that laughed along with him and seem to recognize how absurd what they believed was. Listen to this. This is John Stewart last year, uh, like over a year ago almost, I think, on 
uh, on Stephen Colbert's show. There's a chance that this was created in a lab. There's an investigation. A chance? I don't, so, I, 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 oh, my if God. If there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili. And now we all have coronavirus. Now, can I, can I just say, you know, first of all, he's... <laughs> He's pointing out something that that's so obvious that I feel like it's hard to give anyone credit for this, although I guess he gets credit because he's a lib and he made the argument in public. But, Clay, the the basic the basic realities here were all discarded in the very beginning. If masking, for example, was so effective, why had this not come up in almost 100 years as a public health policy in the United States? If this was so obviously true, how could they have thought it was false at the very beginning of the pandemic and then done an about face, Fauci most famously. And remember, Fauci admitted he lied. He just said that he lied because he was concerned that we would run out of masks. So he lied about the effectiveness of masks to stockpile masks for the people who really needed them because they're so effective. This was all a lie. They weren't actually effective. Wuhan, to, to John Stewart's point, to the clip you just played, what are the chances that a novel coronavirus with some connection to bats pops up for the first time on the entire planet, within a couple of miles of a bio safety level three or four or whatever it is facility in China, studying novel coronaviruses and bats and doing gain of function research, etc. Like, what are the, what is the statistical possibility? And we were crazy. Yeah. This is the most obvious thing that anyone could ever possibly come up with. But as we mentioned yesterday, you know, you had famous historians and academics and media figures. Oh, it's a conspiracy theory. They had to say it was a conspiracy theory. They had to shut this down because the system that was going to tell us everything we had to do for the next two years was the same international consensus of health experts, including Fauci and direct funding for Wuhan, that created the monster in the first place. It's going to be tough to listen to the person who creates Frankenstein about how to handle Frankenstein. I know Frankenstein's the doctor, not the monster. Please save me. But you know what I mean? It It is... I think going to become increasingly impossible for left-wingers to not acknowledge that they got everything wrong. And the, the response to this story from the Wall Street Journal about the Department of Energy has further elucidated that for me. And I want to, before we finish this hour, also play, by the way, Stephen Colbert and The Daily Show, they're now arguing, why is the Department of Energy even conducting this investigation? I mean, now they're upset at Biden's government being transparent. But again, back to the Mehdi Hassan point here. We've said this guy's name a lot. We're giving him a lot of free press. Um, he's not a very nice fellow from what you see on his public uh, profile and everything else. But uh, what you see, Clay is that ultimately the Democrat Party in this country and the issue of COVID, it all it comes down to, yes, power, control, and the things that we've talked about many times. But their their position going forward is, even if we were wrong, we were in the right for believing the right people who were wrong. 
Doesn't matter that they were wrong with the actual outcome. They did what they believed they were supposed to do. They took orders. They gave the code red. And they're just saying, Colonel Jessup is a hero. We need him on that wall. And it's like, well, hold on a second. But the code red was bad. Hmm. Yes, it was. Just working it in there. I want to tell you about our new training tool that is gaining popularity in the gun community. It's called the Mantis X. If you're a gun owner, you've got to try this dry fire practice method. If you haven't already, you should probably have one at home now. Mantis X is a firearms training system. It is no ammo. It's an all-electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. It attaches to your firearm like a weapon light, and you can use it at home or at the range for training instead of using expensive ammo. That device connects to your smartphone via Bluetooth, giving you real-time feedback on your skills and technique. It's so good that 94% of all Mantis X users improve their scores within the first 20 minutes of practice. This product is now being used by the U.S. military and special forces. It is military-grade technology at a price that's totally affordable for you. Start improving your shooting accuracy today, because then you're going to have more fun at the range. You're going to enjoy yourself more. You'll be like, wow, I'm getting on target. My groupings are tighter. You're going to have more fun. You're going to be better and more proficient with your firearms. Go to MantisX.com, M-A-N-T-I-S-X. That's MantisX.com. Truth after truth, you can handle the truth. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. 
$140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. Well, the New York Times reported from the Department of Energy that their scientists now believe that this came from a lab is actually classified and somebody leaked it illegally. But I've been saying for ever since the controversy came up with Trump and classified documents and Biden and classified documents, I've been saying we overclassify things and it makes it hard for me to discuss to convince the public, mostly Democrats, that we need to do something about this. So part of the problem is we need to unclassify this. This is a real problem and winning the final argument is that most of the documents are classified. They should do everything they can to get as much information about the COVID lab leak. Uh, I no longer think it's a theory, the COVID lab leak reality. Right now, we can operate under the you know 90-10 rule. If you're 90% sure about something, I think you're allowed to say this is what we all think happened. Um, I know there are some in the intelligence community that keep claiming otherwise, but keep in mind that with other outbreaks of viruses in China, and I know this was also this was somehow considered very racist, Clay, in the beginning to talk about. But generally, the flu strains come out of China with each season, with each year. Um, a lot of viruses do come out of China just because of population, uh, the massive population, but also the close proximity of China, the Chinese with huge amounts of different um, uh, farm animals, pigs, poultry, uh, the farmers and the practices that they have in raising them. This is why swine flu and these things tend to come out of the region. Uh, but why would anything still be classified at this point? Why not? Yes, sources and methods. I know how this works. You can black those lines out and then leave the key takeaways from the information at least to have. Why Why not let people know? I think we all know why. I think that's a fantastic question. I also wish we could go back in time and never change the name of this virus. It should be called the China virus. I mean, the reason why it was taken away from being called the China virus was because people wanted to try to take away the responsibility of China for this virus spreading. Coming out of a lab makes it China's responsibility. I think, and I said this the other day, Buck, I think we should cancel all our outstanding debt to China as payment for what they did in unleashing COVID on the world and lying about it, personally. How many trillions of dollars do they have? Scratch it out. Instead of the student loan debt, how about we cancel out China's debt that we are owing them? Actually make them pay. Until 2020, most of us never experienced food shortages at the supermarket. Eye-opener. While most product inventory fully recovered, some people still predicting shortages. And by the way, you trying to get baby formula out there? You still can't find it lots of places. I mean, this is crazy. Mayor Pete's supply chain shortages have been a disaster coming on the heels of covid do you feel like you're always going to be able to get all the food you need in the event of a natural disaster or something unexpected happening in this country? I don't. That's why I have my Patriot Supply. we got three-month emergency food kits in the Travis household. One for me, one for my wife, one for all three of our kids. Uh, and we're taking care of. Sits right in our pantry. You can get hooked up to... $200 bonus gift free with each three-month emergency food kit you order. Buy one for each member of your family. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Free shipping, MyPatriotSupply.com. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We played you off the top. Reminder, we're going to talk with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in about 30 minutes. He's scheduled to join us on the program. We talked off the top about uh, the Department of Energy determining that 
COVID likely came from a Chinese lab in Wuhan. Um, the We played you the cut of Jon Stewart making the argument to Stephen Colbert's audience. As a sign, Buck, of how much these late-night shows have descended into pure political propaganda, I had the staff pull Stephen Colbert last night and The Daily Show on Comedy Central last night. These are ostensibly shows back when David Letterman was in charge or Jon Stewart to a certain extent that would really try to make you laugh. Now they almost exclusively are engaged in far left-wing propaganda disguised as comedy. Let's listen first to Colbert wanting to know, why do we even want to know the truth, guys? Why do we even need the Department of Energy to have any kind of investigation at all? Listen. Here's another surprising development this weekend. Uh, The Department of Energy released a new report saying a lab leak is the most likely origin of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, there it is. Chinese wet markets, you're off the hook. Now, if, like me, you're wondering why the Department of Energy is the one making this judgment, it's because that agency oversees a network of U.S. national laboratories, some of which conduct advanced biological research. No, no. (laughs) Bad energy department. No bio labs until you finish building your electric car charging stations. (laughs) Stay in your lane. You don't see, you don't see... You don't see the Census Bureau building nukes. You know, say what you will about Jay Leno. And I actually used to watch a little bit of Leno when I was a kid growing up. Uh, and even Letterman, who I, I never, I know you're, you like, I Letterman. like I never, Letterman. Yeah. You like Letterman. I never thought Letterman was funny. I, uh, you know, and it also got later on where it just became clear what a nasty individual he was, um, which he even admitted. And then he had a heart attack and apparently was a little bit nicer afterwards. Uh, but anyway, they were trying to make people laugh. I'm not saying they didn't have political stuff here and there, and Letterman was clearly a lib, and Leno, I think, was a little more center-right. Um, but their their actual goal was you could finish your day, you could turn on the TV at night and relax and laugh, whoever you were. That was the whole thing. And And I know it's just one part of the entertainment industrial complex. We have completely lost that. Yes. I mean, look, Gutfeld does a great job over at Fox. Obviously, that's a center-right point of view, and there's a reason why they got 2 million people, and I love doing that show, you love doing that show. Um, you know, I, I don't think that they would say that. Look, I think libs can actually enjoy that show, too, if they're able to laugh at things, right? If they don't, if their politics aren't the first thing and most important thing in their minds. I just think it's a funnier and better show than what you see on these other uh, on these other networks. But, I mean, Colbert... It's remarkable. I mean, it really is like they got Keith Olbermann to, you know, lose a hundred pounds and and start throwing in the occasional joke on late night TV. I mean, that's basically what Stephen Colbert has become. I mean, I said this about even someone like uh, like Joe Scarborough. By the way, they're just going so hard left that now I think there's nowhere there's nowhere left to go. Yeah, there's no other room to maneuver. Well, I think Colbert, if you want to say from a business perspective, his genius was recognizing that his show stunk. And so let's just go all in on the anti-Trump train. What was disappointing was he had initial success. And then everybody else said, let's do the exact same show that he's doing instead of recognizing that that show had an endpoint and it was connected to Trump. And actually, probably Stephen Colbert, the CNNs and the MSNBCs of the world, from a pure financial perspective, are the biggest losers of Trump not still being in office, right? Like, they need him far more than Fox News needed Trump because they desperately built their entire networks around him. 
I think there's also something to be said for the the creative destruction that comes from watching these uh, these different networks, shows, whatever you want to call it, or whatever whatever you're talking about specifically that self immolated over Trump. I mean, it, yeah. it shows it it at the time feels like how are they getting away with this? How are they doing doing this? CNN didn't get away with it. CNN is a laughing stock now. I mean, I I think you can tell also. You know what you won't see anymore, Clay? CNN anchors on Twitter picking fights with people. You know what I mean? Going after people, flexing their muscles a little bit. You won't see that. They are pusillanimous. They are cowardly because they know right now, oh, what? They're going to stand behind what a great news network they work for? Place is a joke. People can't leave there fast enough. So there was justice in some, at some level. I think people need to be reminded of that with all the Russia collusion lies and all the stuff that was, it took six years, but that entire network destroyed itself. The New York Times, another thing, you know, I grew up in a household. We had delivery clay of the heart. You know, my dad's like you. He's a hard copy newspaper. I still guy. get old school he's, newspaper delivered. Right. Oh, yeah. he, he's a New York Times, Wall Street Journal guy. But about, you know, 10, 15 years ago, my mom and dad stopped subscribing to the, to the New York Times. Uh, because it's obviously went just so hard left that it became unreadable. And now you've reached a point where you can say to somebody, oh, yeah, you read the New York Times and you think that that's journalism. That's cute. These institutions have have actually destroyed themselves. There are some people the same way there are people that think that shot number eight is the one that's going to keep them safe from covid. They're the people that cannot be reasoned with. But everyone who can be reasoned with and can look at everyone who can see things as either falsifiable or not, Clay, they can see what's happened with Stephen Colbert's show. They can see what's happened with the uh, left-wing cable news networks. They can see the reality of the Washington Post and New York Times and realize these places destroyed themselves because they abandoned all, pre- even the pretense of principle in order to get Trump. So in a sense, what are the great accomplishments of Trump? I must say he really no, did I- make the left-wing media just consume itself. I still get the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal delivered hard copy physical newspaper. And I'm a subscriber to the Washington Post because I want to make sure that I am reading in particular the Times and the Post to know what they're saying so that we can make as good or better arguments than than they are attempting to make. I also wanted to play this, The Daily Show. I don't even know who's hosting The Daily Show now because they have rotating host, Buck. Um Trevor Noah never really caught fire in any way, replacing John Stewart. John Stewart had a successful show. Trevor Noah had a declining show. Now they've got, I know Chelsea Handler's hosted a few. They've got like a rotating cadre of guests. Last night, here was their response to the Department of Energy determining that COVID likely came from a Chinese lab. This is supposed to be humor, remember. Key detail, everybody's forgetting while they got the Twitter fingers. The Energy Department is one of nine intelligence groups that have assessed COVID's origins. Two have said lab leak, five say it came out of natural causes, and two say they don't know. And you know what? I personally side with them. I don't know what the f*** is going on. FBI says this, NIC says that. I'm holding out until the DMV chimes in. Mehdi Hassan, I believe, is actually hosting The Daily Show there. Um, I think that's who that was. Uh, I had them pulling it. But the the point on it is, there is Buck already, even in the comedy world, a calculated goal of diminishing whatever was uncovered in this classified report that was leaked to the Wall Street Journal. I wonder if it was leaked to the Wall Street Journal, Buck, 
because they knew they would actually write it. I legitimately question whether the New York Times would have written this story because it counteracts so much of their narrative surrounding COVID. Well, I also think that there's there's a I mean, not I'm not not a comedian, but as a consumer of comedy, right? There is a basic trust you have with a comedian that their their primary goal is to be willing to hold the mirror up to the absurd, right? That they're 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 really supposed to be willing to take things on in an entertaining way, but to take things on that are a little controversial, push the edges a little bit, you know, that that's supposed to be at the at the heart of it. And I think there's a recognition now, uh, certainly among the left wing politico comedian types, that they really betrayed their audiences. Um, they went along as part of a propaganda machinery and they didn't actually try to speak truth to power. They didn't they didn't um, act as the modern day political cartoons that show those essential truths in a way that makes the powerful uncomfortable. They were the they were the, uh, you know, the the handmaidens of power. They were the the quizlings and the toadies of those who wanted to push all of this stuff. And I know for some people there's this desire of, oh, well, we, we should move past it. We should move past it. The president who pushed the worst of this stuff, not all of it, but the worst of this stuff is still in office. All these politicians that did this, they have not been held to account for, for it at all. And there were real consequences. There were there were enormous uh, losses that were incurred in a whole range of ways from this. And yet they want to move on. I, I don't think so. Also, it's funny, isn't it, that we're being told, let's just move on from this, Clay, we're still hearing about, you know, Trump and Russia collusion how many years after it? I mean, January we're still hearing 6th. January 6th. On you know, January 6th. Every day for the rest of our lives, as far as the Democrats are concerned, is January 6th. So, yeah, I don't think that they get to determine when we've had enough. I think we can keep going on this. So let me ask you, does this sound familiar? On your to-do list, getting around to digitizing all your old media and putting it all onto computer files. There's a company that can help you get it done and get that checked off your list. It's called Legacy Box, and they make it all so easy. They've got a team of 200-plus technicians who are skilled and trained to handle as many as as 19 different media formats, placing all those memories onto digital files that you can then watch and share. The whole process just takes a few weeks. The good folks at Legacy Box will stay in touch with you at every step of the process, too, via email. Both Clay and I have used this service to preserve family history of ours, some priceless memories that you don't want to risk fading into oblivion because you didn't act soon enough. Right now, visit LegacyBox.com slash Buck and save 50%. That's LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K to get 50% off. Look, this sale will not last long. A million-plus families have already trusted Legacy Box, and you can too. LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K. Geek out with the guys on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. A new episode every Sunday. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140, helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck sponsored by Preborn. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. We were talking before about how some people certainly saw the reality of what happened in China and the lab leak theory and everything else, as we know. And one of them early on was President Trump. Here he is in response to a question about the lab leak theory. Have you seen anything Um, at this point that gives you a high degree of confidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the origin of this virus? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I think that the World Health Organization should be ashamed of themselves. And what gives you a high degree of confidence that this originated from the Wuhan Institute of Virology? I can't tell you that. I'm not allowed to tell you that. Can I just say, Clay, a big part of this as well was certainly in this country and, and in the in the Democrat or leftist West more broadly. Um, there was an there was an idea here in 2020 that it couldn't be China's fault. The virus couldn't be China's fault because it was Trump's fault. 
That that was always in the background of all of this, too. Right? It was so important to make it about so they could elect this uh, this doddering buffoon, Joe Biden. It was, let's make this about how Trump failed. I remember, you know, I did the uh, the Bill Maher show the weekend before shutdown. And everything was about how Trump is going to be so awful and everyone's going to die because Trump is so awful. Not a single American at that point had died of COVID. Not one in the entire country. But the entire show, the entire... Uh, mood of the audience was, oh my gosh, we're all going to die because Trump, it's all Trump's fault. It's Trump's fault that this virus came from China, is infecting people all over the world. And by the way, we did not have any treatments for it. We did not have, a, and people will say we had some things, but you know, the government certainly said we had no treatments for it. So what were we supposed to do? Ultimately, it was about pinning the whole thing on Trump for political purposes. I think that has to be taken into the accounting of what happened as well. No, it's one of the most interesting parts of this if there had been a democrat president in office in 2020 how would it have played out what would have happened if covid hit in 2021 as opposed to you know six months basically before an election and how would this all be playing out now if trump were still in office i think that's one of the ways that you can sort of tease out media bias. And I mean, for everybody out there listening, you should constantly be aggressive in the way that you consume media. If Trump were still in office, I would submit to you that MSNBC, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post would be covering the fallout of the COVID shot. That is the failure of the COVID shot to do everything that it was promised. And they would be saying the people who didn't get the COVID shot were the heroes, right? Um, it's It would be a total difference in terms of the way that they would cover this story. And Democrats basically saw COVID as an opportunity to get Trump out of office. Because if you go back to February, Buck, Trump was a monster favorite to be reelected. February economic numbers of 2020 are the greatest economic numbers that have ever existed in the history of the United States. The Trump economy was a freight train and he would have I, I won used to go comfortably. I used to go on uh, on on air clay uh, in my old six to nine slot and tell the audience, you know, and I was just sharing with them my, my honest to God feeling, which was, you know, the summer before covid, the fall before covid. I was saying to them, guys, it doesn't doesn't really get better than this right now as a general matter total peace roaring economy you know well total peace is maybe an overstatement but you know we weren't in major combat operate operations in any war uh we were not lo- we hadn't lost in that year we didn't lose a single u.s combat soldier in afghanistan um for for example and so you know relatively speaking we were at peace and the economy was booming and then this thing happened. Uh, then this reality came uh, came to bear, and it was just politicized right away. And I have to remind everybody, don't ever forget that the, the Democrats elevated Fauci and Cuomo. It wasn't Biden. Remember, it wasn't Biden oh, yeah. that was the hero for them. It was Fauci and Cuomo. Cuomo, who was awful on COVID, who is largely responsible for, you know, because New York City government was bad during COVID, but if the state had been sane it could have counterbalanced but but cuomo was an absolute maniac and is oh we need a million ventilators how are we going to get a million ventilators i mean the whole thing was crazy 
And uh, they then eventually pushed him out, and the whole, you know, he went ignominiously. Um, his career ended. By the way, the opposite of a career going down in flames is what we are seeing right now from Governor Ron DeSantis, where he is just gaining all the time. He's going to be up with us next. Um, here he is, actually. We have a new DeSantis ad. Can we play? Uh, actually, you know what? We don't have time. It's better to just have him on. He'll talk to us here in a few minutes about his new book and about uh, Clay, the Freedom Blueprint from Florida. I got to tell you, the view from Florida down here is pretty nice. Pretty Not great. bad. Uh, by the way, I want to clean something up. Colbert, obviously, on CBS. Hassan Minaj is the guest host on The Daily Show right now. We played you those clips of uh, how comedy shows are reacting to the Department of Energy. The guest host this week, I guess, is Hassan Minaj, the comedian who is on The Daily Show. But yes, when we come back, Ron DeSantis will join us. Maybe he'll give us a little hint about whether he's going to run for president. We'll discuss that book, and we'll get you ready for hour number two. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us here on Clay and Buck. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tonta Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tonta Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.